0: Fantasy football today from CBS Sports. Here
1: we go! Email us at fantasyfootball at CBSI.com. Here we go! Get your lineup set. It's time for start or sit Let's go.
2: Now, here's
1: some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie,
2: and he.
3: We are getting ready to kick off week five, and we welcome you to fantasy football today. Hope you're in as good of a mood as we are. We are fired up. We are ready to go. We are looking forward to this show. And I am looking forward to playing some FanDuel this week. And you should, too. Sign up today on FanDuel. Click the Join Now button and use our code CBSPOD. New users get free entry into the NFL Sunday Million with over $1 million in cash prizes. When you make your first deposit on FanDuel, void where prohibited. All right, Dave, Jamie, Heath, good morning. Good morning. What's I, up? Yeah. Good dude. morning. Yeah, how we doing? How we doing? How's it going? How's it going? Yeah. How we feeling? It's a it's a beautiful day. It oh, is no, it's a crappy day. It's raining. It's
0: beautiful. I like rain. He's only happy when it rains.
3: Mm. Yeah. Okay. Wait. <laughs> Heath and Jamie, tell me yeah. who sings the song. It. I'm only happy when it rains. I'll give Sorry. you three choices. Okay. A trash. B waste. C garbage. The name of the band
2: garbage. is one of those
3: three. Garbage. Hey, right, good job, Jamie. Way good to go. Good job, Jamie. <laughs> All right. All right. It's going to be that kind of show. Hey, let's start out with this. Give me some it's gonna players. It's going to be a garbage show? No, it's going to be a fun show, musical show, a lot of singing. Give me some. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> that this is how he works in that he's going <laughs> to sing. Fair warning,
2: everybody. Adam the Lounge Singer, performing today in your ears on the FFT podcast.
3: Some players you love this week. Jamie, I'll start with you. You finished uh, Starter Sit last night. Uh, some players you love this we just one or two jji all right love
1: jji um I love 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 Cameron braid you do
3: yeah all right he's lovable start him tonight uh by the way Rob Gronkowski, we have some news on him we'll talk about that in a little bit okay Cameron braid jji there was
1: there was a signing that should take you all the way back to 2011.
3: oh yeah what was that Stephen Ridley. Back Oh in yeah, Stephen Ridley. Um I did oh, see boy. Vikings, right? Yes. Yes. That just happened very recently. Uh Heath, give me some players you love this week. Uh Randall Cobb. I
0: love, 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 love Randall Cobb. Top 10 wide receiver for me right now.
3: Okay. Anyone else? Um Let's just stay
0: in that same game. And say Des Bryant. Okay. Plotster game. Yes. game. Fun game. Fun game.
2: Should be. There's gonna be a lot of fun
0: games. I think tonight's gonna to be a fun game. There's gonna be, there has to be a lot of fun games because six of the games have like the worst quarterbacks in the history of football yeah. all playing in Do the you game. have?
2: Yeah, it's like, uh, Trubisky he said he said he versus yeah. Keenum. Trubisky, yes. Town uh, versus Kaiser.
0: Hoyer versus Brissett. Ooh. Cutler versus Castle.
2: Flacco versus Mario out. Yeah. Flacco
0: versus Manuel. Flacco versus Manuel. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Oh, People are paying so that money. means that means all the good quarterbacks are going against each other.
3: Kind of, yeah. And I, I mean, personally, I can't wait for the Sunday night game. I'm almost disappointed that we're doing a show during the Sunday night game because that's going to be a great one. And and I think the most interesting fantasy game of the week that would be Houston and Kansas City. But Dave, some players you love this week. I like Golden Tate. I think he matches up
0: no, very Dave.
2: nicely. No. Gets him.
0: Like not? like is not good enough. Mm-hmm. We've right Who to the top do you 10
2: love? Receiver. I uh, I would take him to a steak dinner. Steak okay. and lobster with me and Golden Tate. Um, you want a sleeper? I don't know if I'm going to stick with this because Paul Perkins <laughs> is back and Orleans Dark was back. But if Wayne Gallman was the only show in town in New York, I like his matchup a lot against the Chargers. They missed 18 tackles last week, 50 on the season. And Lagaret Blunt is going to take on a Cardinals defense that played well into overtime last week. Their secondary, members of their secondary, played at least 90 snaps. Uh, that's not going to matter as much for Blunt, but I do think you're going to see Philadelphia grind this one down. LGB will be awesome. I I, I, I sense some commitment issues.
0: You won't say the word love. You just keep saying you like. I have a hole in my heart.
2: <laughs> tell Adam you love him. It is a black hole. Tell I, I, Adam he you love He doesn't have it. to. never I, ends.
3: I know he loves me. It's, I think you should tell Adam. It's, it's you love unspoken. Him. I've kissed Adam on the top of his head before. It's true. It's true. It was very uncomfortable. I didn't enjoy it then. I don't enjoy talking about it now. So, <laughs> streamers, if, if quarterback might be so ugly this week and we're without, uh, you know, three really good ones and, and Trevor Simeon who's usable, uh, who are some quarterback streamers that people could use if they're desperate this week? Jacoby Brissett. Yep. And to that same game, Brian Hoyer. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know one thing if I about love Hoyer, Hoyer. Makes
1: me nervous is that he could get benched. Yep. But I, I would agree with you if there was no threat of that. Yep. Yes, you could use Brian Hoyer.
2: Do you dare start Josh McCown against the Browns? Uh,
1: yeah. Same thing. I mean, <sighs> it, it's it's a similar situation. Although I do think that their mo is just trying to run as much as they. I can.
2: mean,
0: Tyrod's ownership still puts him in the streaming conversation. I think he'll have a fine game against Cincinnati. A fine game. Yes. Do you? The thing I like about him and that offense against them is their strength is on the corners. Their corners have been phenomenal this year. Tyrod doesn't throw the ball to receivers anyway, so
1: no, but I would imagine they adjust.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're gonna put those corners on Charles Clay and Lashawn McQuay. No,
1: but you could probably put two guys on them. Not that you're getting rid of Charles Clay at all.
3: Right. Okay. Um, yeah, I think the two that were most interesting to pick up this week maybe were, uh, were Deshaun Watson, who's almost universally owned now. And Eli Manning, I think uh, we like his matchup quite a bit against the Chargers. And I'm
1: telling you, Jay Cutler is very streamable this week. Laugh uh, all you want. He's you're right. Well.
0: No, he. yes. I, I've been looking at FanDuel and trying to pick my quarterbacks, and I keep coming back
1: to I should play Jay Cutler, but I don't know if I can. Look, no, he's Jay Cutler. I get it. Totally get it. But he's going to play well this no, week. No, but to your point,
0: Adam, I've I've got Eli Manning ranked ahead of Sean Watson this week, so I agree with you completely.
3: Yeah, Manning, you guys all have in your top nine this week, so he's a good one. But he's like 86% owned now, so it's too late to pick him up. And, uh yeah, I don't know. It might be one of those weeks where you just go with the guy you drafted. Hopefully that guy is not on. Bye. How about tight end streamers this week? Uh, any, any good ones? Cameron Braid, obviously, for Jamie. And who do you guys like at tight end? How about
2: Austin Safarian Jenkins against the Browns? They've been terrible against tight ends, and he's been getting some decent targets the past couple of weeks. You could buy into him. Uh, Benjamin Watson is still a
0: good option. The Raiders can't cover tight ends. Antonio Gates. I mean, I would say Hunter Henry, but he's
1: too highly owned. Antonio Gates has Evan Ingram
0: touchdown potential. What double
1: E? Ingram's too highly owned too. Oh yeah. What's his ownership at? It was sixty nine percent coming into the week. He's got to be close to eighty. He's been had a very nice season.
3: Yeah, I'm wondering if I I'm gonna stick with Ryan Griffin in a couple leagues. Now there's not much on the waiver wire, and I didn't. I don't really. Ingram seventy five 75 on, by the way, so might still be available in some 10 team leagues. But Griffin is a deep long shot, I'd say. But the Chiefs haven't been very good against tight ends since Eric Berry got hurt, and I think they've given they up. They haven't like exactly a, been bad, though. No, but they've given up like a 90 yard game and an 80 yard game. Yeah, but the
1: 90 yard game was a fluke. Yeah. that was the
3: Earth's ball. Yeah, all right, that that's of. that's fine. But and um, Davis had one catch. Yeah, I still had that game. Look, it's tight end. I don't like Ryan Griffin. It just can you get Zafarian Jenkins? I don't think so. Fourteen team league. I don't think so. It's kind of like I, I guess I probably could get Tyler Croft. Yeah, Tomb Raider. The Tomb Raider. That's right, <laughs> Tyler Croft. All right, you guys had better streamers. I was just trying to give kind of a deeper one, but um, all right, let's do some news and notes. There are a lot of them, so let's go through them as quickly as we can. Here we have some buy or sell. I have something very exciting to tell you about Dave, Jamie, and Heath and their performance last week, and um, a fun tweet. Tweet of the day. See if we can do some grade-the-trade. You know, the reason why I want to do grade-the-trade is because we get so many of them. And if you all are going to take the time to send in your grade-the-trades, we're going to try to grade them on the podcast, at least a few of them. So, uh, you know, it's the least we could do. But Marcus Mariota's status is unclear. It sounds like you guys don't expect him to play. I think that's how you have to approach it at this point. Um
1: I was a little surprised to see him practicing on Wednesday. He's not playing. I don't think he is either. They, they wouldn't have signed Brandon Whedon if he's playing. They wouldn't have spent money on Brandon Whedon on, on a Tuesday. It's
2: I wanted to, strange.
1: It, it's very strange.
3: I wanted to give a stat uh, about Rashard Matthews. People, I don't know, it might be. I, I wouldn't drop him just because he had 49 yards last week. He had all 49 of those yards in the first half with Marcus Mariota. So against Houston... Matthews was on pace for a 98 yard day, which would have been two really good weeks in a row. So I don't know if you want to start him. We'll preview that game later. But if that's does... a question,
1: though, you think people are potentially dropping him?
3: I think maybe after this week they might. If he has another bad game, you know what? Yeah, maybe... 10, Ten team leads, I could see people
1: dropping him. Twelve team leads, so I don't think that's going to happen.
3: Maybe they're not. I just I thought it was an interesting stat anyway, and sure. uh, there you go. Uh, Sam Bradford has a chance to play, guys. So, you know, it's a Monday night game. Hopefully we'll know before that. But Sam Bradford has a chance to play against Chicago. We'll monitor that. And the news just doesn't seem to be getting any better on Andrew Luck. What do we know now Is they have San Francisco this week, Tennessee next week, and then the Jaguars? What do we know now about when Luck might actually come back?
2: Well, first of all, I would say there is good news because he was practicing yesterday. He's not going to practice on Thursday. I believe he's expected to practice on Friday. But still, no chance of him playing. He's going to need a couple of weeks to, to rev up, and then they'll get him out there in a game. I, I think you're looking at him coming back no earlier than Week 7. Mm. And listen, when he comes back, there are there are some tough matchups waiting for him. Jacksonville in Week 7, at Cincinnati, at Houston, Pittsburgh, and the Sealers are going to be coming off their bye. And then the bye week. So it, it won't be pretty for Andrew Luck when he does come back.
3: Okay, well... So what do you mean by that? Like it won't be 30 fantasy points, but it might be 22 fantasy points. It could points. be in
0: that 20 to 25 range. Sure. I mean, when are you going – you're going to have to see a 20 to 25 before you start him, though. You're not going to That's, start in this 1st your we kind of situation. We're, we're,
1: we're right now – we just lost two top 12 guys that we had coming into the season, and they're out for potentially multiple weeks.
0: I, mean, I would expect – I – Mariota for sure, and I think there's a chance cars back before luck plays. I,
1: I don't disagree with that, but you're right. still, you lost two guys. Right. So we may have a stretch without two guys. We're also in bye weeks, and who knows what other injuries may. I mean, Carson Palmer's about to get killed (laughs) the way that that offensive line's blocking. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, at some point we're going to see an injury to somebody else along the way, and so if you have that in your back pocket, and you don't need your start, you don't need your backup quarterback anytime soon, just continue to sit on Andrew Luck. A must. Yeah. But sit on him. I mean, if imagine if you, I have a team where I have Andrew Luck and David Johnson sitting on my bench. Right. And I'm three and one. I get to the playoffs with those two guys.
3: Yeah, but what if you were one and three because I got some Andrew (laughs) Luck. I got Andrew Luck, David Johnson too in a few leagues, and it's tough. And you know, Johnson is the one that I'm trying to trade. I don't want to drop, but I'd be sure. You who would you drop first, Luck or Johnson?
2: Luck. Luck. Luck.
3: All right. But uh, you don't
2: want to be the guy that carries them this long and then drops them. Well, it's all dependent on your record.
3: It's yeah. all dependent oh, on where you're, yeah. how, how you're badly doing. you need yeah. that
2: roster. Spread. Right. Sure.
3: All right. Running backs. Which Packers running backs will
2: play? There's a chance all of them go. Ty Montgomery was limited in practice. Jamal Williams full practice. Whatever happened to good reporting in
1: the National Football League? Because but, it that was like, good reporting.
2: Well, not with Jamal <laughs> Williams. Jamal Williams was supposed to miss a couple of weeks, and Ty Montgomery
1: and Look, broken ribs. You never know what's going to happen. I, I, I think we're still a day away from finding out what's going to be the, the full case. My guess still would be Montgomery sits.
0: My guess would be Williams and Jones play. Yes, and Jones is still the better back of the two. Yes, but neither one are my top thirty probably. If All right, they both play. But if here's, they both
3: play. here's the tough call. What do the Thursday night owners do if they have any Packers running back compared Patriots to these guys
1: are easy over them.
0: If Jamal Williams practices today, Then I'm starting Quiz or Martin Over Jones. Quiz I, for sure.
1: I don't want any part of the Tampa Bay backfield. If I don't either. If, if that's your only choices though, I, I I would play one of the Bucks running backs, but they're, they're just as messy.
3: But Jamie, you said that Gillis Lee, James White, you go over those. Oh, guys. easy.
1: Yep, yeah. easy. Without question.
3: Oh man. So, so if Ty Montgomery practices today, do you? Don't risk it. You don't risk. No. Nope. All right. Nope. Okay. Uh, Wendell Smallwood is a knee issue. We expect him to play, right? As of now, yes. I'd like to see him get back on the practice field. We don't expect Matt Forte, right? No. Correct. The bananas to him. <laughs> I wouldn't fault him. Cam Newton. Uh, wide receiver news. Okay, so Cam Newton in, after his, uh, pretty revolting comment to the female journalist, he did talk about this being a big game for Devin Funches because he is from Detroit. Jamie, you like that? You like to come back the, the hometown story? Yeah. No, I think, look, Funches got a chance. He's, he's a number three receiver. I think it's just a tough matchup for
1: Cam. So I think the whole offense is going to struggle. So I don't really want to overvalue Devin Funches in that regard.
3: Devonte Adams could play, but you'd have to go with Deshaun Jackson over Devonte Adams, right? In the same yeah. save thing. Yep. Okay. Hogan too. Michael Crabtree. Yeah, anybody in this game tonight? Michael Crabtree returned to practice. Uh, he's going to play, it seems, but I don't think you're going to want him. Muhammad Sanu expected to miss two to three weeks. They have a bye this week. Marquise Lee is questionable with injured ribs. We're going to preview that game. And according to the Ringer, and a story I saw, we saw, we uh, wrote it up on CBSSports.com. But according to the Ringer, Jerry Rice. The number four or five wide receiver of all time. Just kidding. Uh He likes to crash weddings. He does it regularly. It is very strange. You should read that story. It's funny. I think I would do that if I was a celebrity. Yeah, because he's obviously a good dancer, and it just he says it just takes like one person to recognize him, and then everybody's so excited that Jerry Rice is at their wedding. I actually don't think I would have been excited if Jerry Rice had crashed my wedding. I think I would have been a little pissed. Well, based on how you approached that day, you definitely would have been tested. That sounds a lot like you, yes.
1: But but if Brian Adams was there, you probably would have (laughs) ditched Ali for Brian Adams.
2: (laughs) Play me a song, Brian.
1: I'll sing for you. That's that's pretty accurate. Um, Just think about though: if you're a celebrity, you probably stay in a lot of hotels. There's usually a lot of weddings, hotels. Wouldn't you just want to walk in and just say hi for a minute and then leave?
3: He likes to go in and like (laughs) dance and party. He said it like he's on golf courses and he's and there's the wedding there. He'll go in. Yeah. Uh All right, t- only one tight end note. Rob Gronkowski has a thigh injury, guys. Are we worried about starting Gronk this week?
2: Not yet. There's nope. no reason to believe that he's going to miss the game, but he did pop up on the injury report.
1: He made the trip, that, so he's there. And he made the trip. And if he's active, a, you start him. There's a report from uh, uh Rappaport that he's expected to play, but could be limited. I don't care. You're okay. starting him. Gronk.
3: <laughs> uh, offensive line, left tackle Cordy Glenn for the Bills. He might play this week. Detroit right tackle Rick Wagner and right guard TJ Lang did not practice. So we're gonna have to That's
2: a huge deal. Huge deal. I I think they're expected to play. But if they don't practice this weekend, if they're out, it is a huge deal for the Lions. Changes everything for them.
3: Oakland right guard Gabe Jackson missed practice with a foot injury. Arizona guard Alex Boone has a chance to play this week, and Seattle, as we know, could be without their left tackle Reese Odiambo. And defensively, I, t- does this make you more excited about Philip Rivers, the game we're going to talk about tomorrow, but the Giants could be without both of their starting defensive ends, Jason Pierre-Paul and Olivier Vernon.
2: Yeah, that could be big trouble. Yeah. It could be great
3: for Philip. Miles Garrett likely to play this week against the Jets. Uh, the, That'll help Cleveland for sure. The Colts have two injured defensive backs, safety Matthias Farley, cornerback Nate Harrison against San Francisco. Uh, Sean Lee, Dallas's middle linebacker unlikely to play.
2: Yeah, and that makes the Packers' run game all the more appealing. Mm-hmm. Hey, if we had a guy, if, if you knew who it was, <laughs> yeah. if you knew who it
3: Absolutely. was, uh, Fletcher Cox for Philadelphia. He's day to day. Not sure he's going to play. He missed last week's game. Carolina's going to be without safety Kurt Coleman. Might be actually kind of a big deal. Uh, I think he's mm-hmm. an important player for them, and yep, could be good for the passing passing game for Detroit. And Tampa Bay uh, offense lines banged up though. True. Tampa Bay will likely be without their top two linebackers again. If you're in an IDP League, Kendall Beckwith is a linebacker for Tampa Bay. He has 16 tackles in his last two games. They're playing tonight. And Ram safety LaMarcus Joyner is questionable. I want to give you guys kudos for a great week four. Fantasy Pros ranks uh, more, more than a 100 fantasy analysts every week. And the three of you are all in the top 15. Heath was 15th last week, Dave was 4th, and Jamie Eisenberg was the number one analyst in terms of yeah. rankings accuracy. So good job, guys. Great job. Not bad.
2: Two weeks ago, I was dead last. That's a big rise. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, look. I, so Jamie was the best, and you were most My the
2: darts were really on fire in week four,
1: guys. <laughs> I guess that happens. I mean, it's look, it. it I, I, I think it, it, it's very, very nice that we uh, did so well and, and it's cool that they, you know, recognize us and, and they promote it heavily whenever they, you know, send out their, their top guy. The funny thing about this, Adam, so I literally finished doing a podcast with Mike Taglier from Fantasy Pros and I saw the tweet come on. I thought it was something about the podcast that we just did. Like we, we I hung up the phone with him and then the tweet comes out and I'm like, oh wow, he's already sending that out quickly. <laughs> um, it's, it's literally like Dave could have been last two weeks ago and been, how would they rate it? like two or three points off of the top guy. You know, that's just how how oh, it's done. Yeah. So, um it, it you know the the highs and the lows that come with their rankings, you know, I wouldn't get too uh benefit I, about it either way. I don't even know how they do it. I don't know how they do it either, but <laughs> yeah. um they're you know I I I appreciate, you know, when uh when we do well and they recognize it. So, thank you so much.
3: <laughs> I appreciate that too. It's good stuff. Yes. I I finished 121st, by the way. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't have rankings. It's kind of like you're standing in the fishbowl. Yeah, exactly. It was a bad joke. Bad joke. So let's go to the tweet of the day. The tweet of the day is from Dave. Not Dave Richard. A different Dave. Could be Dave Richard with an alias. Thoughts on strategy of playing a wide receiver of your opponent's quarterback? I have Watkins. Should I play him because my opponent is starting Jared Goff?
2: You should play him if he's your best receiver this week. Yeah, make your lineup decisions in a vacuum. Don't do it based on what your opponent's got. However... I will say that by this time on Friday, if you are in a big hole, say you you played against Tom Brady and Tom Brady went off against Tampa Bay, that's when you might want to change your lineup to players. Don't do
3: it. Nope. You don't like that? Well, I don't because I lost to Jamie. I feel like you have to take more chances. I lost to Jamie two weeks ago. I I lost to Jamie two weeks ago. I had Todd Gurley on Thursday night, and you just never know. And I just – I set my lineup based on who I think is going to do the best, and that is the only thing I care about. Okay. But, yeah, no, I mean, I'm sparking debate. You want to disagree? Go for it. I don't disagree at all. I don't
1: mind changing your lineup based on how – Deep of a hole you're in. I would only do it if it's close. Only if it's close. Like if I'm torn on on two guys and then something like that happens Thursday night, I'll go with the one
3: that I think has the higher ceiling. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, you mean if it's close in your rankings, not if it's close in the score? Because you're saying if you're in a big hole. If, if the score guys, is
1: out of whack and right. I've had a tough choice on who's got a higher ceiling versus a higher floor, I'll go with the higher ceiling guy because why not?
3: All right, here we go. Buy or sell from our listeners, from Matt. Buy or sell. Todd Gurley finishes the season. As a top three fantasy running back. So
0: Top three, I'm going to sell. Mm. I am going to change my vote. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> because I did not read the question. I used to have this problem in school all the time where I get things wrong. Not because I didn't know how to do it, because I didn't read the instructions. Uh, he will not be a top three fantasy running back from this point forward. But he's got like a 35 to 40 point lead right now on third. He
1: and Kareem Hunt are so far ahead of the field. He will finish as a top three running back. Well, do you think that Le'Veon catches him? That's one guy for sure. I think Le'Veon will catch him. Who else? What about Zeke? Mm. You got the caveat with Zeke, though. Yeah, and he's
2: another
0: five points back.
1: What about Bilal Powell? No. (laughs) What if Forte's out for the rest of the season? No. Come on,
0: No, he's 60 points back. I, I feel confident Zeke can hold him or Gurley can hold him off.
1: Uh,
3: All right, we can move I, on. We can move on. Uh, buy or sell from Luke. Roman Reigns is greater than John Cena. I buy so, it. I buy it. And they're both great. I'm more entertained by Cena. From Taylor. Buy or sell Jerron Brown's target share in Arizona. I'm buying it until it changes. Yep. Okay. Buy or sell from Ryan. Deshaun Watson is a QB1. Buying that till it changes, too. No, we can't. No, I can't let you answer that with that the same it's, time. Cause I'm like, buying it. I'm not buying it. Maybe this week. I'm not buying it the rest of season. No way.
1: I am currently buying it. Yeah, I'll buy it, too. I mean, do you think Derek Carr is better than him?
3: Rest of se- – oh, I mean. Why'd I you Why just pick the injured guy? Huh? Why'd you have to pick the injured guys?
1: Well, look, I mean, we have – Trevor Simeon is up there now. We have Alex Smith is up there now. Are those guys sustainable? Smith probably. Simeon, no.
3: I just don't think Deshaun Watson's gonna have like the best rookie season we've ever seen from a quarterback. He doesn't if, have to. If, if he averages 18 points the rest of the way, he'll finish as a number one guy. Uh, but he will not, if he averages 18 fantasy points a game the rest of the way, he will not be, from this point on, a top 12 quarterback rest of the season. There will be 12 quarterbacks that average more than that.
1: I'm not sure. I don't think that's accurate.
3: You don't think so? No, they're going to be stinkers for guys. Yeah, they're going to be stinkers for him. He's human. I look I, 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 though. It, <laughs> okay, hey, maybe you will. Um, Byers, somebody, uh, actually,
1: somebody actually called me out on that about, about on a radio show this morning. I've listened to a podcast, and You guys are in love with Deshaun Watson.
3: <laughs> I mean, it's just a little dangerous. He just played. He just played. You know, two of the best matchups. That's true in fantasy. Sure. He also hasn't played the Colts yet. Yeah, it's true. Okay, uh, buy or sell. DeAndre Hopkins will continue to get this target-slash-reception pace. He does lead the NFL in targets. Bye. Buy. Definitely buy. All right. Buy or sell from Tim. David Johnson is shut down for the season because the Cardinals are out of contention. I'll buy it.
1: I will sell. They're 2-2. Two two. They're not out of contention.
2: They're not out of contention yet. But you look at their schedule for the rest of the way. You want to play win or loss. No, in the I next uh, three games: so Philly, a, Philly Tampa Bay, podcast. and the Rams.
3: <laughs> Philly, Tampa Bay, and the Rams. That's how many of those games? One did they and win? two. They're they're not good. They're not they good. Go two and one there. They're not good. I think they could go one and two there. They could go one and three. I mean,
1: there's a lot of ways that can go, but they're I'd, going one and two. I don't like see those as a daunting matchup.
2: I feel like I want to say sell on it because I've got David Johnson in my most important league, but I can't help but feel like you got to buy into it a little bit.
3: All right. One more. Buy or sell. Two more. Buy or sell. Adam is the best singer on the podcast.
2: Oh, of course we're going to put that sell. in. Sell.
3: <laughs> And, uh, that's it. We could, we could finish on that. We're gonna do some, uh, starter sit now. I do want to tell you about FanDuel. You listen to the podcast for two reasons. Number one is, is you love hearing me sing. Number two is you love playing fantasy football. So why not play more fantasy football? And you don't have to find a group of buddies to join with you and set a draft date and make waiver claims and all that. You just have to go to fanDuel.com, click on a league, and you're in. That's it. Contest start at just $1. There's a contest out there for everyone. And if you want free entry into the NFL Sunday Million, use our code FFT when you make your first deposit. And here's what I love about FanDuel. It's easy to make a lineup. It takes just a few minutes, but it also takes a lot of consideration because you're searching for matchups. Uh, you're searching for matchups you like. Searching for sleepers you like. You're trying to outsmart other fantasy owners. You don't do that in seasonal. You've got your guys, and you have to just pick between your guys. FanDuel's different. Give it a try. New users get free entry into the NFL Sunday Million when you make your first deposit on FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com. Sign up with the promo code CBSPOD. FanDuel.com. Promo code is CBSPOD. Void where prohibited. I'd like to try to save some time at the end for grade the trade, but let's start with Kansas City and Houston. Kansas City and Houston is on Sunday night. Very excited. I'm going to give, like I did last week, a stat of the game for every game. Uh, all right, so you guys have Alex Smith as a top 11 quarterback. Ninth for Jamie, 11th for Dave, 10th for Heath. And remember, everybody, it's not a great week for quarterbacks, especially with the buys. Your stat of the game, in six-point-per-passing touchdown leagues, only two of nine quarterbacks scored more than 15 fantasy points at Houston last year. Two years ago, only three of nine quarterbacks, they played a playoff game each year, Scored 20 or more fantasy points, a little bit better in 2015. But typically, bottom line, at Houston, has been a tough place for quarterbacks. And um, Alex Smith's had a little bit of success there, but I think only one of three good games. So why is it that you guys have him as a top 11 quarterback, Alex Smith?
2: I feel like he's a different quarterback than he was the past couple of seasons. I think he's making the most of his, of his offense and the guys around him. I think he's getting good protection. I think he's willing to run with the football. And I would expect Alex Smith to generate a lot of nice numbers this week. I
0: am a bit less about Alex Smith for me than it is some of the guys behind him. I don't – I'm really a little bit concerned about Big Ben. I'm really? not that excited about Rivers going across the country to face the Giants defense. Not yet. I've not bought into Cam. So there's just – there's guys that I've got below Alex Smith. I don't necessarily think he's going to get you 25 fantasy points this week. But I like his floor the most, especially with his rushing production.
3: Okay. Yeah, Smith has scored 18 or more fantasy points in all four games, so that's a nice floor. Uh, all right, so we'll compare him to some other quarterbacks as we move on. But, again, he's top 11, Alex Smith. Kareem Hunt, I mean, what do you get? You, obviously, you're sitting him. You're starting him. You're starting him, excuse me. Don't sit him. No. Houston's houston been great against the run the last three weeks. No more than 36 rushing yards to a running back since Fournette in Week 1. No more than 24 receiving yards to to a running back all year. But you're starting Kareem Hunt. So what about Tyreek Hill, guys? Two good games, two really good games, two pretty bad ones. What do we get this week from Tyreek Hill? You don't know for sure
2: what you're going to get from him from week to week because he's the type of player who can make one big play 50-plus-yard touchdown, and and you're off to the races in your fantasy leagues, and that's why you start him. That's why you take the chance on him. I I think the focus on Houston will be on trying to contain him when they're outside of the 20s, and then when the Chiefs are inside the 20, they're going to reshift that to Kelsey. That's what they did last year, and it worked out okay. It worked out good for Houston. They shut down Kelsey. I I, I think Hill is worth starting because he's got the speed to burn past their secondary, and he could— Get single coverage in the red zone.
3: Okay.
0: Yeah, according to uh Pro Football Focus, Hill has the third best primary cornerback matchup this week in Jonathan Banks. Um
3: I you can't sit that upside. Okay. Would you start Tyreek Hill or Chris Hogan? Hill. Hill. Dave, you got him back to back. You got Hill one spot ahead. Mm-hmm. I know that's a tough call for you, but all right, everybody's going Hill there, so Hill's a must-start guy. Kansas City's pretty easy, right? That's like, do we? You, you debate Alex Smith, you start the other guys. Travis Kelsey, you start. All right, Deshaun Watson, ninety-three percent owned now. QB one for the rest of the season. Deshaun Watson or Alex Smith? Watson for me. Watson, there's more upside there. Yep. Okay.
0: And he's, he has the same. I, I don't know if he has quite the same floor, but he's got a
1: similar floor because of the rushing. Okay. Deshaun Watson or Eli Manning? Watson for me, one spot ahead of him. Eli? Yeah, I'll take Watson. Same thing. Very close.
2: Kansas City, look, they they beat a lot of teams in the past year and a quarter, but they have allowed some big numbers to rushing quarterbacks, including twice this year. Carson Wentz had, what, 55 yards 55 on the ground against them, ground. them, and he yeah. doesn't really run I don't think he's a running quarterback. Cousins isn't either. He had 38 yards. Those two, they had over 20 fantasy points because of their rushing. And you go back to last year, Cam, Andrew Luck, Jameis Winston even had some rushing numbers. They they are not amazing against rushing quarterbacks, and I would imagine that Watson takes advantage.
3: One thing Kansas City has been very good at this year is limiting production from running backs in the passing game. We got some good production from Lamar Miller in the passing game last week. And just generally speaking, like I looked at your rankings, and just tell me if I'm interpreting this right, because Lamar Miller is pretty high. He's like at top 14 or uh, right around there. Yeah, he's thirteenth, twelfth, eleventh for Jamie, Dave, Heath, and standard, and and uh, very similar in PPR. I'm guessing that. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. You don't love Lamar Miller this week, but you like him enough, and there just aren't enough running backs this week to even to really consider sitting Lamar Miller. Is that it's pretty is much that it. accurate? Fair. Read. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. So nobody in tonight's game over Lamar Miller. Uh, but but Bilal Powell, would you start Bilal Powell or, or Miller? Powell.
0: Powell. I'll go Powell and PPR, Miller, and standard.
3: Okay. And then the wide receivers, we're going to start. Powell's
1: numbers since Forte's gotten hurt last year have been great.
3: Oh, yeah. Great finish to the year for Powell. Uh We're going to start DeAndre Hopkins. He's a must start. We like him even better than Tyreek Hill. What about Will Fuller, guys? 68% owned. Start or sit?
1: I think he's a high-ceiling number three wide receiver. He's a good bye week replacement. Yeah, I'm not
0: excited
2: about starting him, but if I have to, it's not awful. Okay. I'm not starting him expecting two red zone touchdowns like last week.
3: Will Fuller or Jacquez Rogers? Fuller. Fuller.
2: Fuller has more upside.
3: Ryan Griffin is uh, around 20th. We don't want to start him. And the DSTs are actually pretty interesting. So everybody's got the Houston and KC DSTs around like 12th to 15th overall. They're not must-starts, except for Heath. Heath has Kansas City fourth overall, huh, Heath?
0: Yeah, I think I may have dropped them a couple spots since you looked at that, but I definitely have them the highest. Um, I don't necessarily – like, I expect a good game from Watson, but I don't believe he's going to be mistake-free in this game either.
3: Okay. Uh, by the way, this just in on Roto World – Ben McAdoo said the team will use a hot hand approach at running back. If a running back gets hot, we'll ride him. All right. That game's tomorrow. Good. Very thanks home. for
2: that exciting news, Ben. <laughs>
3: That's about as exciting as he gets. don't Yeah. He's, uh, gonna, he's gonna have a new job next year. Jacksonville at Pittsburgh. <laughs> stat of the game. Martavis Bryant. I don't, this is tough to come up with the stat of the game. So here it is. Martavis Bryant. Career at home, 12 touchdowns in 13 games. Career on the road, three touchdowns in 12 games. This is Pittsburgh's second home game of the season, and Martavis Bryant caught a touchdown in the other one. Starter sit, Martavis Bryant.
2: I think he's risky. I, I think he's a flex. He's in that same type of conversation as Will Fuller is. And the reason why I feel that way is because Antonio Brown last week didn't get the type of targets he wanted. He talked about it to the media. Later I had to apologize for it. And I think Roethlisberger kind of force feeds Brown. I also think that the Steelers are going to try and be a little more conservative because something's off with Roethlisberger. He just isn't his usual self. And this isn't the easiest matchup in the world for him, even though he's at home. So I, I'm I'm nervous about using Martavis. Even though a lot of things that we say about Tyreek Hill and a lot of things that we say about Will Fuller, they're true about Martavis because yep. he's a, he's one big play away from being gold in fantasy. But I don't know how many big play opportunities he gets. He's been averaging less than six targets a week.
0: Yeah, I'd start him over Fuller, but he's not close to Tyreek for me.
2: Um, he's a, a high upside number
0: three wide receiver, but like if Marquise Lee misses this game, I like Alan Hearns more.
3: Wow. All right. If I yeah, know I'll, Jamie Eisenberg, I'll, I think, I think actually the Steelers are going to play well. If I know Jamie Eisenberg, he's going to buy into the Steelers at home. Yep. I think it's a blowout. I do too. I think it could be like a, a 20 to 10 type of game. All right. So did you guys answer? I'm sorry if you did. Martavis Bryant versus Will Fuller. Who do you prefer? I go
1: Bryant over Fuller. Bryant. I go Bryant over Fuller too.
3: Okay. Uh, you know, Leonard Fournette. This is why I'm a crazy neurotic weirdo. I spent about 10 minutes researching Leonard Fournette yesterday. Like nobody in the world is sitting Leonard Fournette, but my thought process was what if this game gets out of hand? How did running backs do at Pittsburgh last year? And the very weird stat that I came up with. And I just want to give this stat because I think it's interesting to fantasy owners. I 100% am starting Leonard Fournette. Everybody's going to start Leonard Fournette. But just because I think it's interesting. The Steelers had nine home games last year. They went 7-2. and Throw out the two losses because I think they're going to win. Throw out Week 17 where they had nothing to play for. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. Isaiah Carell ran all over them. In the six wins other than Week 17... No running back in more than 57 rushing yards, and only one running back scored a touchdown against the Steelers, and it was Kyle Juszczyk. So that, to me, only means one thing. I probably won't be using Leonard Fournette in daily fantasy this week, but some of those guys I- had good games as receivers, and we did see that from Fournette last week.
0: I would like to know what the projected temperature is going to be and how the Steelers' defense has been in games at home See, with that temperature. I
3: actually think it's relevant because I'm talking about only the games they won and not including the game that they didn't care about against them. Is
0: it league. more relevant than how the Steelers' run defense has been this season? Uh, No.
3: No. It's not.
0: It, they have not been that difficult to run on this year.
3: They haven't, but they haven't given up that many fantasy points, have they? Oh, Jordan Howard is the only running back to score double-digit fantasy points against the Steelers in standard scoring leagues. But you're right, like Alex Collins, very limited work, he averaged nine yards per carry. You're starting for net. I just, I just wanted people to know how my crazy brain works. Um, Jacksonville wide receivers. Alright, Heath, you kinda of talked about Alan Hearns. Marquis Lee may not play. No wide receivers had more than 55 yards against the Steelers this year, so what are your expectations?
0: I think Hearns is a boom bust number
1: three. They're gonna pummel Blake Bortles. <laughs>
2: This is the third straight road game for the Jaguars, by the way. Tire defense. It is not. It is, too. They had a home game against the Ravens. It was in London. That's their home. They had to fly to London. That's their home. Call it their home all (laughs) you want. They still had to fly from London (laughs) back to Florida to to New Jersey, back to Florida, and now to Pittsburgh.
3: All right. So basically, Fournette's the only Jaguar we're confident starting. All right. Ben Roethlisberger. Jamie's got him sixth. Dave's got him 12th. Heath has him 11th. So everybody's got him as a start, but Dave and Heath are a little conservative. Jamie, full confidence in Roethlisberger this week? Yep. All right. You want to – I think we we talked about that. Um, Bell, Brown, yes, yes. Martavis is a flex. And, Jamie, what do you think about Juju Smith-Schuster as a sleeper? He's 7% owned.
1: Yeah, again, he's the one that's going to avoid the two outside guys. So if you're worried about Bouye and and Ramsey – this is where Schuster should have a chance to make some plays. And Roethlisberger
2: like seems to like throwing to him. Last three weeks, ten targets, five catches. That's not so He's great. A big but slot the receiver, touchdown which is always fun, right? And it's easy for a quarterback who isn't adept at throwing longer passes anymore, which
1: might be the case here. So he somebody that Brian had come down with that catch last week, but he didn't. That's Two weeks. That's ago. on him. No, on ben? it's on Ben. No, last week he missed him. Brian dropped it. Winning again. Two weeks ago or last week, the first play of the game. The last week, or took oh, weeks. Weeks, Chicago. Two weeks. I thought he overthrew him. There was a play where Bryant dropped a big play.
3: Da- Davis is talking about both the same misses thing. By
1: Ben and Bryant in the last two weeks.
3: Davis, Davis talking. So Davis' interpretation of that first play to Martavis Bryant was that Ben overthrew it a little bit. Because, uh, because I know we that I have talked about it separately on this show with Dave and with Jamie. So slightly different takes on that play. Uh, all right. Finally, to finish off this show, things that make you go. Fill in the blank. Like, what, what, what? Or, you cray, dog. Heath has the Jaguars DST seventh. Let's publicly shame Heath into dropping Jacksonville outside of his top 15. So, wait, wait, nope, wait. I'm, I'm going to
2: praise him for being different. I'm Good co- job, I'm Heath. Confused. I like
1: it. You him. didn't like the Jaguars defense. Right. Now you like the Jaguars defense. and you like him so much that you like him going into Pittsburgh to play well? Ben Roethlisberger's been bad this year. He's missing throws. Jacksonville,
0: I don't like the Jacksonville defense in terms of their run defense. It's been awful. mm mm-hmm. I question whether they are quote unquote an elite defense, but they have two very good corners that can make plays on the ball, and Roethlisberger's not putting the ball on his receivers. So where do you have Brown ranked? Uh, I've still got Brown where he was always ranked.
3: We don't change Top any, Antonio five. Brown. I mean, you can say all you want about Roethlisberger, but the Steelers are not, they're not turning the ball over, uh, they don't give up a ton of sacks, only seven and three in four games, so they've given up the six fewest fantasy points to DSTs. Let's go, Heath. Let's knock them down a little. Let's knock the Jaguars down. Who do you want me to knock them behind? Almost everyone. Uh, Almost everyone. (laughs) The, well, I guess there aren't great options. The Eagles, definitely. The Lions. Colts Uh, or Jaguars? The Jaguars. Colts. The Colts. You you sound really confident. I don't, I'm not confident. I'm not (laughs) confident now. Alright, let's go to our next game. Buffalo at Cincinnati. Stat of the game. Buffalo allows the second fewest fantasy points to op- opposing quarterbacks. One touchdown, six interceptions. They have faced the Jets, the Panthers, the Broncos, and the Falcons, with, basically without Julio Jones and Mohamed Sanu for much of the game. So Buffalo, second-best team against quarterbacks. And I didn't really like that stat that much, so I got a bonus stat from CincinnatiUSA.com. The Cincinnati airport is 15 minutes away from downtown Cincinnati. That's true. That is great it's if you want to travel there. all right. But it's uh, not really the Cincinnati airport because it, technically it's in Kentucky. Okay. It I just said the airport. I didn't know. Um, would you rather start Tyrod Taylor or Andy Dalton? A- and second question, are we trying to avoid both of these guys this week?
1: Yes. Tyrod. Oh, I think I like Tyrod better too, but I would avoid both. I'd start Dalton, but I would avoid both too.
3: Are you concerned at all about LaShawn McCoy uh, this week? I think, nope. uh, okay, running backs are averaging just 3.5 yards per carry against the Bungles.
2: Adam, you could be concerned. Are you really going to have the stones to sit Shady? No. Nope. And who are you going to sit him
3: for? blah Powell. I wouldn't do it, but no. Uh Don't start Zay Jones. Do start Charles Clay. He is the number four tight end this week. Actually, very interesting. The Bengals have been great against tight ends. Um How about the Houston tight ends? The Cleveland tight ends, the Baltimore tight ends, and Martellus Bennett combined for three fantasy points. Lance Kendricks did have a touchdown against the Bengals, but obviously you're starting Clay. Let's see what he does, and let's see if the Bengals' tight end defense is actually good, because last year it was bad. Uh, we're sitting Andy Dalton and Cincinnati running backs. Jamie, how are you approaching the Cincinnati running backs?
1: Uh Mixon's a number two based on volume, but I don't love him this week. I, I think Buffalo's defense is good. They've, they've shown it. You know, it's, it's a, a four-game sample size of, you know, they gave up uh, production to Freeman and Coleman last week, but I don't know if Mixon's going to get that same type of work. And it was a lot of it came after both Julio and Sunu went down. You saw them really involved in the passing game. Um, Humber being out certainly helps Mixon's cause. So hopefully this is the week. Hey, look, if he scores a touchdown, you'll be happy with it. That's all he's got to do. Yeah. Would
2: you start... His usage is... You're you're happy to see him get 17 carries, but like they almost all were in the second half in a blowout, and Bengals were making it obvious. We're running the ball to kill the clock, and the Browns say, okay, we're going to stack the box to stop the run, and the Bengals don't have the offensive line to help their running backs achieve a good rushing average there.
3: Okay. Would you start any of the waiver wire guys so... Aaron Jones, Latavius Murray, Wayne Gallman, Alex Collins. What do you think? I would
1: start Murray over him, yes.
3: I wouldn't. But
2: they're close. I'll admit they're close, but I wouldn't.
1: Heath? Because
3: workload's gonna be the same.
1: Murray has a better chance to score, and if McKinnon's out, which you don't know yet, but signing Ridley could be a sign that McKinnon's banged up. Um I think you could get away with Murray having a better day than McKinnon. Okay. Then Mixon excuse me.
3: The Mixon, the Mixon. How about Giovanni Bernard, guys?
1: I hate this because
0: I love Giovanni Bernard. He has been good the last two weeks, but he's getting six touches a game. You can't be a good fantasy running back on six touches a game. Mm -hmm. It's stupid. Jeremy Hill is still running everything.
3: (laughs) Is it Jeremy Hill or is it Marvin Lewis? I I mean, Jeremy Hill had six carries last week, so let's – they're not running the ball well. I mean, that's another thing to factor here. Like, oh, no, they're bad. You know, they have a bad offensive line. We knew that. They're not running the ball well. And, um all right, let's go to the wide receivers. A.J. Green is top five. He's number two for Heath. Uh, so start him. Actually, it's interesting. Again, maybe this is irrelevant for Daly. Number one receivers haven't done that well against Buffalo. Jermaine Kurz, whatever. Calvin Benjamin, seven points. Demarius Thomas, nine points. Julio Jones had three points, but he only played 20% of the snaps. So he would have had 15 points if he played every snap. That's how it works. Yes. Um. <laughs> and oh, by the way, there there was a good article that I read yesterday on ESPN.com. It was like perfect for me. It was like how the how the Bills secondary got better by trading Stephon Gilmore. It was an interesting story and uh, explains some things. And they're getting really good production from Tre'Davious White, who is banged up, uh, and Tyler Croft. Tyler Croft or Ryan Griffin, guys? Who's a better Who's a better flyer? Probably Droffed. Droffed. Although he's banged up. Okay. Bill's DST is top 10. since Cincinnati allows the fourth most fantasy points to opposing DSTs. We go to the Jets and the Cleveland Browns. Stat of the game. The Jets allow the fourth most fantasy points to opposing running backs. They have also seen the fourth most rush attempts in the NFL. But in four games for the Jets, Jay Ajayi is the only running back not to score double digit fantasy points in standard scoring leagues. In fact, the stat of the game keeps going. In fact, two of, in two of the Jets four games, they've allowed double digit fantasy points to multiple running backs. So let's start, we'll go to Jamie with the Browns running backs and your thoughts on Crowell and Duke.
1: I think this is a game where both guys can play well. Uh, The Browns have gotten destroyed recently, which has taken time of possession away from them and put them in catch-up mode, which favors Duke. I don't think that happens this week. So in a game where they'll be competitive, you're going to see Crowell hopefully get close to 20 touches, which is what he had in Week 1. It's the only time he's come close to 20 touches so far this season, and ironically enough, his best game. So I think Crowell is a number two running back. It's not a great start, but when we are with the bye weeks, when we are down Dalvin Cook and Chris Carson – I think you're looking at Crowell as a potential top 20 guy by the end of the week. So I, I think he can get you 8 to 10 fantasy points. Is he a
2: touchdown or bust running back?
1: Does I think he have he, to score in I, order no, to get I think, to I think he can get you 80 total yards in this particular game. Just again, I think game flow will be in the Browns. Maybe not in their favor, but it will be close to 50-50. So I don't see the Jets coming in and running away with this game, which means that the Browns could be a little bit more conservative. And Hugh Jackson has been very vocal about sticking with Crowell and not necessarily getting away from him because they really don't have another choice. Yeah, Duke, but Duke Johnson's not going to get twenty carries.
0: He also spent the whole offseason talking about how he was ashamed of not running the ball more in two thousand six. But they've gone
1: behind in every game.
0: Yeah. He did. He ran the ball a lot last year when they played from behind. Well, they but they're they're yeah, they're passing even more than they
2: ran last year, so I don't
0: Well his quarterback's better.
2: And Duke's better. And his quarterback has been taking numbers away from Crowell when they get down inside the five. Yeah, Kaiser will take off.
1: Look, I just think they're at home. How many times this year are, are they going to be a home favorite? Are they favored? Oh, yeah. yeah, they're a one and a half point favorite.
3: Oh wow, I think the Jets are going to win. But but remember that's that stat I gave two weeks ago when they went to the Colts, and it was I'm actually trying to find it now, but it was something like in six games that the Browns either won last year or lost by one score. Isaiah Crowell had. Seven or more or eight or more fantasy points in five of the six games. That's, ex- I think, exactly what Jamie's trying to say, right? Like, yeah. I, I just close think that score, this he does be, well.
1: This is going to be a, a close game, a, a close enough that Crowell should be more relevant. That doesn't mean guaranteed production, obviously, but I just think that there is a chance this week. If we didn't have the four teams on a bye and some of the other injuries, like I'll take Alex Collins over Isaiah Crowell, just give you an example. And PPR, I'm going to take Duke over Crowell. But in standard leagues, I think Crowell has a chance to help you.
3: So you're going to take Latavius Murray over Crowell?
1: Yes. Who are you starting Crowell over? I would start him over Garrett Blunt.
2: Wow.
1: I've, I've got him one start spot start.
0: ahead of Blunt. I've got him ahead of Latavius. I've got him ahead really of— Bad,
1: bad week for Blunt. I disagree. I think he's going to have a good week. Ahead of the Seattle running backs. Ahead of Seattle running backs. Ahead of both Bucks running backs,
2: too. 6-3-4-2. Crowell's numbers in his first four games for fantasy. Yep. Standard scoring. Yep. I, think, I past, think the floor is so low with him that if you swing and miss on Crowell, almost any running back would be better.
1: Sure. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if there are a lot of guarantees outside of the guys that we have ranked in the top six or seven. That's fair. But I don't know if it's it's even close to a guarantee that Crowell is
2: going to go out. And what, what we're basically saying, well, you said he could get you 80 total yards without a touchdown. Yeah. I don't know if he can do that. He hasn't done it yet this year, and there was a game already this year, like you said, where he had 20 touches, and he couldn't do it. No, uh, he had 17.
3: Let me... Um, he had 17 carries. He had 19 touches and a two-point conversion, so he actually had eight points against Pittsburgh. That was his best game. That was week one. All right, let's do this real quick. Let's do, like, the startometer, meter okay? Zero to ten, and to get an idea of how excited you are to start the following players. Isaiah Crowell, start Three. Three. Uh, five. Five. Duke Johnson. Five. Six. Five but,
1: standard. Right. Is PPR.
3: PPR? Yeah, I think Duke's like a, a uh, definite number two running back in PPR, right? Yes. Yes. He's
2: kind of got a Chris Thompson feel to him, but last week he had, I think it was 16 more snaps than
3: Isaiah Crowell. And playing a goal line behind, carry. obviously.
2: Mm-hmm. And a goal line carry. Yeah. Oh um, gosh, I, I can't
3: get behind Crowell. Start-o-meter on Bilal Powell in this game. Ten. Ten. Uh, yeah, you're gonna be starting Powell over a lot of guys. In fact, let me go to some wide receivers. You'd obviously start Powell over any of the Raiders guys. Would you start Powell or hmm uh John or Jerron Brown? Powell Powell. Powell. Doug Baldwin or Powell? Baldwin. Powell. Powell. Mm, T. Y. Hilton or Powell. Hilton. Powell. Powell. How about startometer on Elijah Maguire? One. Four. One. Startometer meter on Joe Mixon.
1: Six. Uh, what did I say on Crowell?
3: Six. I think you said a five. Said five. five to six.
1: Five on Mixon. 5.5.
3: 5. And uh, Giovanni Bernard.
1: Two. Uh, Four. Two. Four and five in a PPR. Yeah, I, three in PPR, two in standard.
3: Elijah McGuire is 22% owned. Like I don't know what his role is going to be. But, man, did he look good last week. <laughs> um, His touchdown
2: run was better looking than Powell's.
3: Powell's was a complete fluke. Yeah.
2: Oh, well, that's a problem. But he does well he when still he gets a work. lot of work. Yeah. And it had, is he the still Browns. Had more rushing yards, though. <laughs> and it is the Browns.
3: Are you starting any receivers in this game? And let's, let's pick up the pace a little bit, guys, if we can.
1: I'm interested in Robbie Anderson as a boom bust number three. Yeah, number one guys have had a lot of success and curse is still their number one guy. So curse to me is a number three receiver in this game.
3: Would you start either of them over Will Fuller? No, no. Okay. Yes. Oh, all right. You'd start Robbie Anderson over Fuller Heath. Yep. And we've got Austin savarian Jenkins. Jamie has him seventh. Dave has him ninth. Heath has him 20th in standard, not ranked in PPR.
0: He's 20th in PPR too. I just saw that.
3: Okay. So 20, but you're not feeling it with AS, ASJ. No, I,
0: I understand taking a flyer on Austin Zafarian-Jenkins because he's playing the Browns, but it's because he's playing the Browns. That's that's totally and 100% it.
1: Okay. Jet PST. Sorry, Heath. It's uh, funny, though, because you buy into targets so much, and he's going to start to continue to see more and more targets. I don't know why we would think he's going to start to see more and more targets. Well, they just cut Will Tie because they don't need him on the team anymore. right? And the rest of the receiving core is terrible. Why wouldn't he I'd, see more Austin targets? Austin Zafarian-Jenkins is no provably better than Robbie Anderson or Jermaine Curse. It he's, depends on what type of wall you're a mythical talking. Up. They're, they're well, they're all about the same.
3: Well, I mean, Will Ty wasn't really like cutting into his targets. No, uh, but he's gone. No, he's not even going to play. Yeah, <laughs> he, he didn't have a target. It's, it's it's snap count. It's he's going to be on the field. More. He
2: won't even cut into his
3: post game. He didn't play like, it was well, he was He got 54
0: last snaps last week. I don't think that's that's fine. He got four targets.
1: All
3: right, uh, who cares? It's so game where they were they were routing the, uh, their opponent. Dave and Jamie like Severian Jenkins. Heath really does not. So they
0: were routing their opponent. They won in overtime, didn't they? Or they won by a
3: field goal It's just They won in overtime. They won in overtime, yeah. Weren't they up big in that game? They were up. So, so yeah, Mal- they they had, might have been I, up by 10 so Mal- at one, at one point. point. They might have been up by 10 at one they point. They were up. Yeah, I think they did blow a lead in that game. Uh Tennessee, I mean, they definitely blew a lead. I don't know. It might have been a big one. Tennessee at Miami. All right, here's your stat of the game. Every wide receiver with six or more targets against Tennessee has scored seven or more fantasy points in standard scoring leagues. Every wide receiver with six or more targets against the Titans has scored seven or more fantasy points in standard scoring leagues, and DeBronte Parker and Jarvis Landry have had six or more targets in all three games. In fact, they get a lot of targets. Are they both good starts this week? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're fine. Okay. The Dory Jackson is going to have the the worst day of his life. <laughs> oh, that's if he hasn't already. Sad. Uh We're not planning on Mariota playing, so are you avoiding Rashard Matthews? Yes. I would like to. Would you start Will Fuller or Rashard Matthews? Fuller. I'd probably still start Rashard. I think I would too. Would you start this, it's not like it's a
2: tough matchup for Matthews.
3: Would no, you start but it's a tough um quarterback situation for? Jaquiz Rogers or Rashad Matthews?
2: Quiz uh, for me. Matthews. Matthews. Matthews and PPR.
3: Okay. Matthews did not have one catch with Matt Castle in the second half last week, but you know, different different week. Uh the Tennessee running backs. Give me your quick thoughts. Dave Richard.
2: Nervous to start DeMarco Murray. I think the Dolphins, despite their shortcomings, have done a decent job against the run. At least they've held down running backs to under 3.5 yards per carry. 3. 1. The
3: season 3.1 this year. Pretty good. Yeah,
2: it's not bad. And DeMarco had that one great run, 75 yards. Last week he had a decent rushing average. He didn't get – he had seven carries. Derrick Henry had six. He's going to split time. If Mariota doesn't play, it makes the matchup even harder. Cause that Dolphins defense can sink into him a little bit more. I, I think he's no better than a low end number two running
0: back. I just wonder. We just saw Alvin Kamara catch 10 passes for 71 yards against this team, and they've got to do something that Matt Castle can do. They get a full week of practice. I wonder if they design a few more pass plates to Marco Murray this week.
1: They have to lean on these running backs. They have to lean on the running backs, but the Dolphins know it. Yeah, but they still have trouble against the run.
2: They're averaging 3.1 yards per carry against running backs are averaging 3.1 against Miami. I don't know how much but in the pa-
3: Yeah, no, not on the ground. In the passing game, like Melvin Gordon had 65 yards uh receiving, and Kamara yeah, obviously last week, 71 huge. yards. So maybe we get some more catches from Murray. He hasn't, hasn't really been there. Uh, DeMarco Murray or Lamar Miller? Miller. 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 DeMarco Murray or Carlos Hyde? Hyde. Oh, Hyde, Hyde that's an easy Hyde. one. Uh Murray or, hmm, Marshawn Lynch.
1: Lynch. Murray, easily. Uh, Murray, best
3: close. Okay. And, all right, so Dave is actually pretty down on DeMarco. Heath and Jamie have him as an obvious start. Dave has him right around 24th. Delaney Walker, I think you're going to start by default. Um, and then Jay Cutler. Cutler or Josh McCown? I moved Cutler up. Cutler ahead of McCown. So it's got to be Cutler. Cutler. This is the week for Jay He's top eight in standard. He's top 12 in PPR. Tennessee also has been good against running backs, 3.5 yards per carry to running backs, but four total touchdowns in four games. Um, And then which Dolphins receiver do you prefer? Parker.
0: Parker. Parker, and I expect this to be the week for Jay
3: Who's a better flex, DeMarco Murray or Devontae Parker?
2: Parker. Mm, Parker, yes.
3: Landry's
2: a better flex than Murray, too.
3: Jarvis Landry PPR. or Jarvis Landry or Adam Thielen? Thielen, Landry, Landry. Landry top number 2 wide receiver this week? Mhm. All right, cool. Yeah. Latavius Murray or Jarvis Landry?
1: Landry? Landry for sure in PPR. And Landry I think in PPR.
3: We'll, yeah,
1: I'll take Murray Standard.
3: All right. Sit the DSTs. Although here's a cool stat: the last two DSTs to face the Dolphins finished third for the week, and they were the Jets and the Saints. So that like the Titans don't have a good defense, but neither do the Jets and the Saints, and they finished third in weeks uh, three and four. So just just for fun, uh, Is, yeah. Just ahead.
2: one other point: could this be a game where the Dolphins lean? And I talked about this on FFT yesterday. It seems like it's a really good formula. For, for the Dolphins to just lean on a Ajayi. And if that's the case, then I don't know if we can love Parker and, and Landry like we do. You can. I I don't know if well, they can, can. I don't know if all these guys are going to have a great game.
3: Well, that's a good It point. is unlikely that all point. three of them are awesome. Yeah. Okay, guys. Uh, how about two minutes per game for the next two games? I saved the easy ones for the end. San Francisco at Indianapolis. Stat of the game. Pierre Garçon has zero targets inside the 10-yard line this year and zero touchdowns. Consequently, I didn't like that stat so much. So your bonus stat is that I once ate uh, at Steak and Shake at Indianapolis, and I loved it. It was delicious. I love Steak and Shake. Um, Pierre Garçon, is he a must-start guy this week, even in standard scoring leagues?
2: He's going to be good. He scores his first touchdown. I think he scores his first touchdown as well. I think he continues to rack up targets. Last week obviously was a bad week for him. The coverage was tight. It was a difficult matchup. The, the match of this week is so much easier. And I think they'll still potentially either be in a competitive game or trail. So I think Arson green light. Which so be a Competitive game or trail? Or they'll be trailing. So it could be something where they're going back and forth. It could be like tied at but 17 they, in they the fourth quarter. Or it could be 17-13 in the fourth quarter and 49ers have to put the ball in the air. Right. I don't think there's a game script where the 49ers build a lead with Hyde and it's just Hyde all game long.
3: Which quarterback is a better flyer in this game?
2: Brissett, Brissett, because he won't get benched.
3: Yep. <laughs> Frank Gore. All right, we're obviously starting Carlos Hyde. Frank Gore, three straight games with seven or more fantasy points in standard scoring leagues. Very good. Um, how much do you like Frank Gore this week? Jamie Eisenberg. I like him.
1: I, I, I don't love him, but I think, you know, again, running backs being out, situation being what it is. Got involved in the pass game last week, three catches. And so I, I think uh, you're, you're going to see him get work. Ryan Kelly practice—that's big for that offensive line. Um, so yeah, I think he's a he's a number two running back. I like him a lot. I like him better than Cruel, better than Lynch, better than Blunt.
3: Alex Collins or Frank Gore?
1: Gore. I'll take Collins' upside, but they're close. Agreed. High higher upside with Collins.
3: Uh, Jarvis Landry or Frank Gore? Landry. Landry. Uh, for sure on PPR. Landry, starter sit T.Y. Hilton.
2: Start, start him. Start. As good as the matchup is for Pierre Garçon, it's three times better for T.Y. Hilton. Okay, three times. I I actually thought, and I didn't want to exaggerate. It is triple the matchup.
3: Is it? Is this a must-start week for Hilton? Yes, it should be. Okay. Um, I'll do some Hilton comparisons tomorrow. I think, and then finally, Baltimore at Oakland. Are there – I'm not going to get – stat of the game is boring. So are there any good starts in this game, Baltimore at Oakland?
1: Uh Ben Watson. How do you define Collins. good? Collins could be very good.
3: Collins could be good. I think Marshawn can be good. Yeah. I just want to point out that the stat of the game was this, that Baltimore's run defense has not exactly fallen apart without Brandon Williams. They gave up – They three- lost
1: another guy too with Urban.
3: Okay, 3.5 yards per carry to Fournette, 4.1 yards per carry to Le'Veon Bell with 35 carries. So they've they've held up. I'm actually I, I think the wide the running backs are very interesting in this game. Who do you like better, Marshawn Lynch or Alex Collins?
1: Alex. I like Lynch better. I like Lynch better, but it's close. They're back-to-back American.
2: I think Oakland can do what we kind of what I suggested the Dolphins might do, which is well and it's much easier to believe this for Oakland because they've got EJ Manuel under center. Lean on Marshawn Lynch. Past two weeks, 18 carries. He's got to be pretty fresh. Give him a little bit more of a workload. You can use the other running backs, too, and just pound the Ravens on the ground, control the clock, take pressure off of Manuel, and Marshawn should put up some good numbers from there. Here's your hot take, Adam. I like
0: Javorius better than both of them in PBR.
3: Ah, okay. I'm very interested, interested to see what kind of workload we get from Alex Collins just with the fumble issues. Um, they talked about they don't, they want to limit that, right? That's what I saw. Yeah.
2: Limit but his fumbles? Limit his touches because of his fumbles. He has more fumbles in two years than touchdowns. Yeah. It's weird. He really can't stop fumbling. Four fumbles in two years. And the problem is
0: that once you have that diagnosis, like the Raiders,
3: it, I think it helps his big playability because they're not necessarily wrapping up. Right. They're they, going for the they're, ball. they only see the football. Uh, would you go with Marshawn Lynch or Duke Johnson in, in standard and in PPR? Duke and both. Yeah. Really? I think I've got
1: Marshawn ahead of him in standard. Oh, I'm sorry. I go Marshawn and standard, Duke and PPR.
3: Marshawn over under eight fantasy points, standard. Over.
1: Under. Over.
3: Okay. Christian McCaffrey or Marshawn Lynch? Standard and PPR? Lynch,
1: McCaffrey. Lynch, standard, McCaffrey, PPR. McCaffrey and both. McCaffrey and both.
3: Okay. And then Baltimore DST eleventh for for day eleventh for Jamie eleventh for Heath nineteenth for Dave. Um, Dave kind of likes the Oakland DST. This is not going to be a bonanza, and now it will be, but no, it really won't be. And finally, Ben Watson or Jared Cook? Watson. Cook. Watson. Oh, interesting. All right, all right, guys. Thank you very much. Tomorrow we'll recap the Thursday night game and preview the NFC home games. Try to read some damn emails. I'm Adam Azer for Dave, for Jamie, for Heath. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye.